Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. Hello. And Moose. What's up, boys? What's going on, everybody? Happy uh, Thanksgiving week for those of us that follow that or have that in their country. Moose, did you do anything for uh, Thanksgiving? I mean, I know you did, but yeah. what'd you get into? Uh, I smoked a turkey for my family oh, and had good. folks over and have been eating turkey every day since. Sounds like lovely. So yeah, but we've had uh, my wife's parents here since last Tuesday, so we've had a full house and not a whole lot of time for gaming, so. Hey, that'll happen. This is like the busiest, at least in my experience, like this is when I have the most family around generally, or I have like the most right. obligations with family is yeah. Thanksgiving, like even over Christmas. So. And Christmas parties and, you know, friends want to get together and all sorts of crap. So the Xbox yeah. has been lonely, unfortunately. Poor little guy. Hopefully you can get back to it this week. Right. How's your Thanksgiving, Bear? Uh, I am <laughs> thankful for everything. Is that the right terminology? Yeah, that's that perfect. That works, yeah. That's the perfect, you know, vanilla, thankful statement at the family gathering. Awesome. I've had no turkey and no chicken either. Well, chicken's not Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's not, but over here you would go for a roast. It's the most, air quotes, English traditional thing to do, but yeah. Okay, beef fair, fair enough. Moose, what's your, uh, what's your favorite side dish <laughs> for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I don't know. There's a few of them. Because, like, does gravy count as one? I mean, gravy is just kind of like what you cover everything until right. it tastes good. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's my favorite. But um, my wife makes really good sweet potato casserole that I usually don't eat during Thanksgiving, but I just eat it for breakfast for, like, until it's gone. What? <laughs> it's so good, dude. Um, do you have – you do do you do green, bee, green bean casserole at all? Yeah, we did that too, yep. We do all the the normals, the green bean casserole. Stuffing, stuffing. potatoes. How do you do your stuffing? Does it have a meat in it? Uh, No. Oh, we do sausage in our stuffing. Do you? Nice. So good, dude. That sounds good. I guess my family doesn't, but like I I spent Thanksgiving at Meg's house, and her cousin definitely had sausage in it. Did it right. Dude, my grandma used to put oysters in her stuffing. Uh Uh-oh. She's from, like, her parents are from the West Coast. They lived in Seattle for a good 30, 40 years. So it just became part of, you know, what they did. And it wasn't terrible, but if you didn't know they were in there and you were bit Surprise. into one. Oh, man. <laughs> You're like, this stuff has gone bad. Oh, that's funny. I remember uh, it was probably a couple of Thanksgivings ago. Ladonian was talking about how he does a White Castle. Oh, stuffing. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to get that recipe. Oh, my God. Definitely. I'm sure it's probably right on their website or something. Or Ladonian but, could just come back to the community at some point and share. R.I.P. <laughs> Dude, Azeroth has a grip on that guy. I think it's I think it's more the move and his yeah. newborn, but it could be Azeroth sucking up all that extra free time. It's well, probably just adulting. Yeah, he said to me he's doing quite a bit of home improvement, so um, I'm, I imagine that's what... Uh, is keeping him down. Yeah. He'll be back. They always are. They always come back. Um, speaking of Thanksgiving, though, what we are thankful for and whatnot, that kind of stuff, we uh, recently the three of us put together a little piece over on Patreon, um, kind of just going over the stuff for this year that we are thankful for, um, whether it be family or things in games, 
or what i mean pretty much whatever just anything that we thought we were thankful for we put all three of our thoughts about that into a little post and it's over at patreon.com slash cag podcast it's free to everyone obviously um so just head on over there and you can give that a read get some insight into who we are outside of the podcast i suppose right and i think uh without us sharing them with each other they all be were very similar so it seems like we're all in the same lane here family games and friends pretty much <laughs> if you're not thankful for those things then i think you you messed up or just have different priorities i suppose <laughs> Anyways, speaking of games, another week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? I'm going to start with Chocolate, who looks like he's playing a little bit of Ruiner. This is a Game Pass game, right? I feel like I've seen this name yep. a bunch. Yep, Game Pass game. Um, I oh, I was a sucker. I looked at my um, rewards, and I just wanted to gain a few extra points to boost those rewards for Christmas. And it said play any game on Game Pass, and Ruiner just popped up sold yeah it it was so silly the way i picked it um that was it i kind of looked i was like okay yeah this one will do um but yeah oh my god the game's really really good it's got that lovely kind of synth murder house terminator kind of vibe and look to it i love um, everything you just said <laughs> yeah it's so the way i looked at it when i first saw it it if you can envision a poor man cyberpunk on a two, not 2D, it's kind of top down to the side. The, we have to the figure out what look. that viewpoint is called. Yeah, I feel got, like we struggle with that every single time. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to research it. I, I was meant to do some research before I jumped on and didn't. I'd um, say Diablo style. Yeah, well, it says over the head perspective. I've just uh, Wikipedia'd this, um, but it's still top down, so I, I don't get it. Um, but it's got that kind of Terminator vibe where you have to go kill people and your your face is robotic and uh, messages pop up. So right at the beginning, you get a message that pops up and saying something along the lines of time to kill or no time. And then you just literally go into a run of murdering people to get to a boss. I'll kill boss, I think it was. And you have to go and kill a boss. I'm yet to kill say, the boss. The image I just brought up quick, it just says, kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you, all down his face. Yeah, it, so. it's mental. It kind of uh, reminds me of like a, a mask out of um, Borderlands 3. Is it Zed or Zero? Zero. Zero's yeah, mask, yep. but with kind of on the front bit, you could type in words. Um, right, it's got an LED display yeah, on the front that you can thank you. put whatever you want on it. Yeah, is, this, um, uh, is this twin stick? Twin stick. So I'll, um, I've got it on uh, Wikipedia. I'll read the first couple of lines for the synopsis, and it says uh, Runa takes place in 2091 in. I'm not even going to pronounce that place that it starts and surrounding <laughs> facilities owned by the Haven. Um, it's a, cl- a conglomerate. I can't even say that. Conglomerate. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Led by a man referred in game to as the boss. Initially, the player character, a silent protagonist dubbed Puppy by another character, is being led by a rogue hacker named Wizard to assassinate the boss. It plays well. It feels good. There's kind of a um, 
that old 80s kind of arcade feel when you grab a gun you've only got x amount of bullets on that gun and as you kill someone else you pick you can pick up another gun the game is it is quite good it's it's kind of mindless monotonous you don't need to kind of think about the story so you just play kill and enjoy the murder game the mur- yeah and it's murder 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 which is uh <laughs> is is really good <laughs> all right dude sounds good yeah i like a good top-down game and especially if it's free on game pass why not definitely this is the opportune time well i think we say it for the past god knows how many months to try all these weird and wonderful games that jump into game pass yeah what better time than now yes. i suppose anywho uh moose how's uh star wars fallen order coming i'm getting close yeah um, yeah i think i have like one chapter left so i'm getting close to the end i think i have almost all my force powers or i have all of them i just need to unlock the uh the skill tree and um I somehow missed the double-sided lightsaber, wherever that was, because I'm almost at the end of the game, and I still haven't found it. (laughs) It's funny, because I did that on accident at the very beginning of the game. They're kind of just... I think Chocolate may have two, actually. Yeah, Chocolate had his, and I was like, where in the hell did you get that from? I think it was the second... Was it the second planet? Yeah. Yeah. That you visited... uh, Darth Darth Maul? Dathomir. Dathomir, that's it. Which is where Darth Maul's from. (laughs) That makes sense. Touche. But, But, um... Yeah, so like early on in the game, it tells you like these are the two planets you can go to. Dathomir is like the more dangerous one though, and it's not where your main objective was. So there was no real reason to go there. I just went there because I'm aware Check of that out. planet, right. and so I went there and then just stumbled upon this double-sided lightsaber, and I was like, okay, so there was a reason to go here. Uh, so I had that pretty much from the start of the game, pretty close. Right, I missed so, it somehow. So I just escaped the prison, and I'm returning to Kashik, if you know where that is. Yeah. So, so that, I actually just oh. met, met somebody in Kashik. So I've done that. I think I've done that prison. Is that where the um, Northland, uh, not Northlandic, Norwegian kind of throat singer? Yes, when the music yes. starts up again, that's at the beginning of the game. Yeah, so yep. I... So I must be round by you. So that's okay. only chapter, f- if I'm right, chapter four. That's and yeah. I think I think there's six chapters. Correct. Um, so I've gotten to the start of chapter five. Okay, yeah. So you're just a tiny bit ahead of me. I couldn't right. I couldn't plow through Kashi. So I guess the next chapter, because I'm just looking at a list here, is Dathomir. So I guess I'll I'll pick up that double sided saber on there. It is kind of yeah. cool that you could go through the whole game. I mean, a large chunk of it without having it, and then other people have it. It's just kind of, all it really does for you is it gives you more of an AOE, like, crowd control kind of attack, because you can just swing it around. where I'm at right now, so I just have been forcing everybody off cliffs. Oh, Twitch is so much fun. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Apart from when you fight the, which one is the the stormtrooper all in black with the double kind of baton? I think those are the Inquisitors. Yeah, you fight them a few times. Those bad boys, they don't go off the side. They yeah. will not go off the side at all. <laughs> yeah, it is nice when you get to more difficult enemies, how they do kind of change up the play style a little bit, or make you have to change it up. So if you're used to just throwing these crappy stormtroopers off the sides of cliffs, right. you come into an Inquisitor, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, I have to actually fight you now. I'd so. say that the the most useful attack I have so far is the lunge attack, the heavy lunge. 
because you can attack like after you put the extension on it you can lunge at somebody from like a good 30 feet away yeah i think if you keep going down that tree you can hit it twice so he'll do it like two consecutive strikes and it's it's super powerful that's a good one though yeah that's what i've been using to kill most of the like the boss monsters and stuff is dive roll dive roll dive roll and then heavy attack yeah do you love how when you're dodge too much the guys are like is that all you can do is dodge <laughs> Dude, they just talk talk crap to you <laughs> like uh kind of yes if it's, if it's working i'm not gonna stop alive, doing right? it right, yeah. exactly survivability so i think this may turn me on to dark souls though because i really like this game a lot yeah definitely give it a shot i have a do you have dark souls i have a copy of no. dark souls i can probably send your way because i okay. i don't know yeah. if i'll ever get just into it so throw it in the box with uh the next game we can talk about uh what you been playing, Risky? Next game we're going to talk about <laughs> is a little game called Control, up for Game of the Year at Jeff Keighley's Game of the Year Awards. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, what, late to the party, but now you're here, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you consumed that game in, what, two days? Uh, yeah, so I bought it on Black Friday. Uh, now it's Sunday, just for everybody out there. And now it's Sunday, <laughs> and that game's done. I really took a lot of inspiration from Chocolate. Just he'd he'd come to each new episode and be like, "I beat Crushed another it. game." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, I really need to step it up, huh?" So we did Star Wars one week, Control this week, and who knows what's next next week? I'm we'll pulling see. my family card this week. That's that's all I can say. Hey, that that's fine. I need to up my game. <laughs> I'm gonna catch you. I got I got Gears and Call of Duty are both hopefully short things. Maybe I'll finish up one of those and we'll, we'll let's go. Dude, I, need to, uh, I need to just Call fire up gears on uh, xCloud and just grind through that thing while I'm watching all these wonderful Disney Plus shows that I enjoy. <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I've been playing Control, which is made by Remedy. Those are the people that did the Xbox-exclusive Quantum Break from a few years ago and Alan Wake way back in the day. Um, so I've, I've always loved their games. I liked both of those games a lot. Um I think Quantum Break was kind of weird because it had the whole TV show aspect thrown in there. Uh, but this doesn't do a lot of that at all. Well, it doesn't... There's still the live action stuff, but it's kind of built into the game. There's where, not a 20-minute episode that you have to watch between... <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to cook a meal for the next part of your game to like sit down and watch for an hour. Right. This is more like uh, some instructional videos are will be on like a monitor in game and that'll be a real person instead of a animated person, obviously. So it's kind of there a little bit, but the game's super weird. Um, you start off as this chick named Jesse. She gets drawn to this place called the oldest house, which is also, it's called the oldest house. But then once humans, uh, come like, uh, take over this spot, it becomes the FBC, the federal bureau of control, which is the name of the game, obviously. Uh, she gets drawn there. She's trying to find her brother. A long time ago, the Bureau took her brother and left her at this like a crime scene, essentially. There's so much weird stuff going on in this game. Like, I got finished with it and then had to stop, sit there, and then go read back through a bunch of things I'd picked up and like audio logs I'd picked up to tr- try to kind of piece together what had just happened to me, I guess. This is another game where, uh, much like Quantum Break, where I usually don't read a ton of the stuff I pick up or listen to a lot of audio logs. Um, 
I will do dialogue with characters in game, but usually if I pick up something and I have to read a bunch of it, I won't do that. Uh, but for this game, this is just like Quantum Break. It's soup. The world they're building is super interesting. Um, so when you finally get to this oldest house thing, it's kind of just like you'd be walking into what I'm assuming would be like the FBI headquarters, except for it's the Federal Bureau of Control this time around. Uh, and it's being taken over by this thing called the Hiss. Uh, the Hiss can, it, it's kind of like a mind control thing. It'll take over other people within the Bureau, uh, make them attack you. But another thing it does is the the oldest house itself, it's, it's kind of like an infinite building that's changing itself all the time. So this whole entire game takes place in the oldest house slash the Feder- the FBC. Same thing, two different names. But so the whole game takes place in there. So you're taking this maybe like 15 hours, 10 to 15 hour journey. And there, I still have more stuff I could do on the side. But this whole entire game is played within this because one of the things that the building you're in actually does is it changes shape as you're playing it. So you can go into a new area and it'll just completely morph itself um, into into something different that you haven't seen. And this building itself is in New York City, apparently, but you can only find it if you're looking for it. Think of like Harry Potter and the platform in nine and three quarters is literally the only thing I can think of that is similar to this, where you kind of like, unless you know about it, it's not something you would stumble upon. Um, so this whole place is hidden and your job is to just get in there and fix this hiss problem, figure out what happened to your brother. And that's, those are the main two things you're, you're fighting for here. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens while you're in there. Uh, the game's actually a, a lot more tense than I thought it was going to be. Like, so I don't want to say spooky. Sp- Perfect. Okay. So that's the thing. I don't want to say it's a spooky game, but there it's, there's definitely some just weird paranormally kind of stuff, but there's not like a bunch of jump scares or anything like that. Um, which will be good for you, Moose, when you get a shot. Um, so that's kind of what the story is. And then a couple other things that I think are super awesome about this game. Uh, a lot of Jesse's powers, uh, coming off of Star Wars just recently, there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn between the powers that she has. Um, she has, oh, I guess maybe not like Star Wars, think maybe more like Magneto. I think that's a much better uh, description of this. So she can literally like pick up anything throw it at people but if there's not like a chair or a table around she actually like yanks concrete out of the wall and throws it and like the environments are all destructible so a lot of times i'll be like hiding behind a pillar and if there's nothing behind me for her to pick up she'll just be constantly taking from this pillar until it literally like cracks and breaks and it's just like gone so that says a lot about the destructibility of the world but also just how cool her set of abilities is that's just one of them it's the pull she also has a shield where she pulls in a bunch of concrete around her and just kind of makes like a barrier um and as you get further into the game this is i'm actually not going to talk about it there's one ability you get like halfway ish through which is a big game changer that i won't get into uh you have a dash and then the main weapon you're using because obviously you can throw objects at the hiss which is not the best name for a, a bad guy's the hiss. the hiss. They sound like they should be snakes or something. They're not. So that's weird. But um, you have this weapon called the service weapon. And what it does is it can change forms on the go. So because all the weird paranormal stuff, this is a weapon that is from like 
the more paranormal side of things. It's called the something plane, and I can't think of it right now. But um, so you have this pistol, and you can change it into like a long range gun that shoots uh, like one blast, but takes a little bit to reload. You can put it into a shotgun, turn it into an SMG, all these kind of things. And then you can also upgrade them. That's another thing is this game does have some RPG elements in it. So you do have a skill tree where you can level up each one of your, like your, your throw powers, your, your shield, that kind of stuff that can all be upgraded. And your weapons can also be upgraded with little mods that you find from like killing enemies. Uh, you can also buy some, um, but yeah, so that gun's pretty dope. Her powers are awesome. And I will say like, this is, and I have a good comparison because I just played Star Wars, but I would say the right. game, this game feels better than Star Wars as far as like the combat and the traversal and the movement goes. Um, so is this like a third person type game? Yeah, it's, it's like a third person okay. action adventure game, which are like my favorite games. Star Wars right. was, I was going to love it because of Star Wars, but also because of the type of action adventure game it was. And this is the same exact thing. They're two very similar games to come off of each other uh, with the way they play. The okay. story is obviously just completely different, but um yeah i don't know man it's it's really good and i think it, it probably deserves i don't it, i don't think it's near the top of my list for the year but it, it's definitely up there as one of the better games this year uh and i don't Sounds... know if, what's up chocolate sorry no no go on i was gonna say i don't know if it's because it's not that strong of a year or what but um yeah it, it's good so far for sure i was gonna say sounds very much like Remedy do some really weird, freaky games and Control and Quantum Break. From what I've seen, kind of, they seem quite close in, not combat styles, the wrong word, but kind of the way they tell the story and how, you know, the story's very much out there. Yeah. Are I think they related both... at all, story wise? Or... So, yeah, I was going to get to that. There's, so, I think they're very similar, Chocolate, with what you're saying because remedy is very good at writing fiction so they can come yeah. up with these super weird just worlds and quantum break was more about time and time travel and like stopping time that kind of stuff where this is more about manipulating the present and like stuff around you i guess but yeah they're definitely similar ish as far as them being connected those two are never talked about in the same breath but one thing that comes up uh in some of the paperwork you can read is alan wake uh they specifically talk about alan wake they talk about all the stuff that was happening in washington during that game as one of these uh man there's so many abbreviations in this game it's called an awe it's like an all-world event or something something like that but that one of those things is what took place in alan wake so it's kind of cool that they're tied together and they refer to him as mr wake and the stuff that he had gone through uh, but it's, I think I read it in two pieces of paper that I'd picked up. So like, if you miss those, you'd never see it, but it's like a slight nod to the game gotcha. and it, it puts them in the same exact world, which I think right. is really cool. Um, okay. well, yeah, I'm excited to, uh, get my hands on it. Check it out. Yeah, definitely do. And, uh, so I rolled credits obviously, but after you roll credits, you can go back in. If you have any side stuff that you didn't do. There are side stories, and I actually did give them a shot after I got through the game. Uh, some of them are actually pretty decent, so I would say don't skip all of them, but there's some that kind of seem like fetch questy. You can probably okay. avoid sure. those. Uh, but yeah, some of what I've been running into after I beat the game has been 
interesting, just stuff that I hadn't done before. Um, so yeah, just make sure after the credits roll to hop back in there. Even if you just go in to talk to like the few people that are on your team to just, cause you have dialogue choices with them or like, uh, things you can go over with them, I guess. So you can see how they're doing after the game ended, how like their future plans, that kind of stuff. And you can do that with uh, a few different people that were, that helped you along the way, I guess. So definitely go back oh. and do that. But either cool. way, control's dope. And I definitely think everyone should give it a shot. I picked it up for, well, technically I picked it up for 15 bucks because that was a price error. But $25, I think, is what I saw um, right. for Black Friday. So I would see that price probably just becoming a thing pretty soon here if you can't find it that cheap. Right. Well, things usually go cheaper than Black Friday in about two weeks. So Right. If you just wait two weeks after Black Friday, you'll really get the cheap yeah. the cheap stuff. So um, that sounds awesome, dude. Yeah, man. It's really good. Um, all right. Cho- oh man, I've actually seen this next game, Chocolate Headlanders. <laughs> I'm gonna let like you talk about it. Game, dude. It is weird. <laughs> the game is absolutely <laughs> crazy. So, um, basically, you're a flying head. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah. Um, don't let that put you off. So you start off. I think the first level is you're a flying head. Um, you go a, maybe a few minutes into the game and then you, you're able to land on bodies. The gist of it's, I suppose it's a tiny bit like a puzzle platformer, but not in the kind of, if you're thinking kind of Mario or, um, things like that, it's not that type of platformer as such. It's more, you're platforming with the head. There's like large gaps in maps where you have to use your head to fly over to another body. Because doesn't it have like it's like a jetpack uh, propelled head? Yeah. So, but yeah, kind but, of. So it's not. I suppose it is a head, but you're in a kind of a spacesuit, a spacesuit helmet. You're in the space helmet. Right. Okay. So below that, you you do have the ability to fire off a jet, which comes out of where your neck should be. This game sounds completely <laughs> wrong. I should stop playing it right now. Um. Then, yeah, as I said, you can board other bodies um, and you you gain abilities as you go through the level, as you progress. Um, I've managed to get an ability where I can suck off other... (laughs) Oh, hang on. Phrasing. Phrasing. I have now found an ability where I can... um, Pull no, pull off is the wrong word I am now paying attention, Bear. Tell me about this game. Oh, are you? Um, where you can remove other people's heads. Oh, okay. And take over their bodies. And take over their bodies. Yeah. So it, does each body have like a different attribute, kind of like Cappy and Mario Odyssey, where you throw your cap on whoever, and then you can kind of take over whatever they do. Not really. No. Um, as you progress through the planets, I, I think I'm only on level two. You get new stylish bodies, but the body realistically still does nothing. Um, it's just a vessel for you to walk across and take you to the next part. Uh, you can shoot guns. Yeah, it doesn't do much else than that. Oh, yeah. um, but it, it is a it is nice. It's a, it's a Metroidvania style game. It's a two point five D style game. Um, it it's enjoyable. Again, it's another mind numbing puzzle platforming type game. 
Sounds like you need a lot of mind numbing (laughs) games this week. Sounds like you need to come visit me in Colorado. I can numb your mind. (laughs) I thought I'd try some new games. Um, I was trying to rack up my, as I said, my rewards points on uh, on Microsoft, and I also didn't want to talk about just Star Wars and Call of Duty. So I thought these games are perfect because I can say convincingly without feeling embarrassed that I was going to suck someone's head off and then realize that was completely wrong. Did you get that timestamp again? (laughs) Yeah, I missed the timestamp. That is me. Um, But yeah, the game, the game's cool. It is, it is. I didn't think I'd enjoy it. And looking at the, the art on, on game pass, it, it really doesn't do the game justice on what the game actually is. Um, so if you have seen it and thought, no, I'm not going to play this, jump in. It's not that bad. Okay. Fair. Give it a shot, huh? D- give it a shot, definitely. Give it... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Give it a go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and before we take off, I, Moose, we were talking about Thanksgiving a little bit before uh, we actually started recording, and you mentioned that you got to play some Settlers of Catan. We don't talk about board games ever, but uh, right. y- you're playing the Game of Thrones edition of Settlers of Catan, and I think Settlers of Catan is the perfect game if you're going to talk about a board game, because most people have heard of it or played it. So what's, right. uh, what's going on with this game? Um, well, I didn't know one crucial key that i thought you could only have two settlements on each hexagon so i made my i I bought a lot more roads than i needed to and probably (laughs) could have won the game but i didn't because i made that error but my wife won so good for her um this i we basically only played the the basic version of the game so anytime you rolled a seven then uh torman the big redheaded dude comes in and he takes over that space does he steal all your stuff yeah, like a he, normal he takes, Catan? <laughs> exactly. He takes half of whatever you have if you have more than seven cards. That's great. And then also he'll block whatever space the person who rolls the seven chooses, and then they don't get any resources. While what a jerk. There. Yeah, the Giant's Bane, exactly. Eamster knows what's up. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, it's a fun game. Um, definitely going to have to... Uh, re-strategize now that i know the rules to the game so <laughs> yeah that'll make a big difference <laughs> so you're not the railroad tycoon just laying down roads everywhere right i thought we were playing ticket to ride and all of a sudden yeah. it wasn't that game exactly that's cool i just i just thought i'd ask about it because i i've seen the game of thrones edition and i thought it looked cool but there's so many different editions of katana right. at this point that it's like i don't know which one i'm supposed to play so i generally just play the normal yeah, I'll have to fill one. you in on the Game of Thrones portions of it when we, because I think we've got the basic version down now, so we can expand on start that. Start adding all and that other using, stuff. Yeah, hero cards, and I don't know, there's all sorts of stuff that we just left in the box, so. Sweet. All right. Well, hey, yes, it's a pretty short week for us as far as games go. I was literally just played Control with, like, a touch of Destiny this week. Right. Uh, so yeah holiday times are busy not a whole lot of time for games yeah and this is this isn't in our news but if you're into destiny the (laughs) reveal of next season is this it's the fourth whatever that day that's going to be that is uh is that a wednesday yeah it's wednesday yeah so wednesday december 4th uh destiny's revealing their 
next season of content. So check that out. And how many That's days kind of, do we have left to finish up? Uh, I think you have to like the 14th. I think, or maybe I think you have like 10 to 10 to 15 days left. If you're trying to grind out that season pass and destiny, I got like 50 levels to go. It ain't happening. Uh, you can now buy them. So might as well just do that money. Nah. It, yeah, it was real money, man. Um, no, Why I not? give them enough money. I think them sixty dollars <laughs> every year. So at least, <laughs> yeah. And I, I shred most of the stuff I end up getting anyway. So yeah, I went through this whole season pass, and there's I can't tell you a single thing that I cut from it or really exactly. It. Yeah. Great. Um. All right. Uh, before we get into the news, I will hit on Game Pass Roulette quick. Uh, our current game is Rage 2. We'll be talking about it on December 17th, whatever episode that is. So uh, if you have feedback for it or whatever, make sure to hop into Discord. We have a Game Pass Roulette channel right in there. Uh, or just get us your feedback however you can. Um, so yeah, Rage 2. Still have a couple more weeks to play some of that if you got time. Do it up. Um, all right. Anyways, now we can get into some news. All right, Moose, what's going on in the news this week? Well, um, as you guys know, Stadia has gone off without a hitch. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So um, last week, some people came out with some information that it's not actually 4K and 60 frames. It's actually 1080p at 30 frames, and they upscale it, kind of like uh, Xbox One X does to all the old games. And um, it looks not great. So um, basically, many tech sites and reviewers are complaining that AAA titles uh, that Stadia boasted to be 4K 60 uh, they're not. In reality, they're 1080 4K upscale, like I said. And Stadia has a response. It's a little bit long, so uh, have a seat, have a sip. You know, Stadia streams at 4K and 60 FPS. All that includes all aspects of our graphics pipeline from game to screen, GPU, encoder, and Chromecast Ultra all outputting at 4K to 4K TVs with the appropriate internet connection. <clears throat> Developers making Stadia games Work hard to deliver the best streaming experience in every game. Like you see on all platforms, it indicates a variety of techniques to achieve the best overall quality. We give developers freedom of how to achieve this be the best image quality and frame rate on Stadia, and we are impressed with that, what they've been able to achieve for day one. We expect many developers can, and in most cases will, continue to improve their games on Stadia. Because Stadia lives in our data centers, developers are able to innovate quickly and deliver even better experiences directly to you without a need for game patches or downloads. So in my interpretation, they're just basically passing this on to the devs saying, uh, the, the guys didn't do it, so talk to them. Which yeah, is a cop-out completely in my opinion. I'm sure I saw a tweet that said, kind of, without all that bump, it just said, it's not us, it's the developers, right. which yeah. is, sounds absolutely ridiculous. That's garbage. So, I don't know. What do you think, Bert? I, I wasn't, the only thing I liked about Stadia anyway was that whole kind of YouTube type integration. But other than that, I've, I'm not a big fan of what I've seen of Stadia. So this is... I just not 
good. It's a massive shot in the foot, I think, oh, for them. It's more than that. It's that you know they've promised and boasted all these things and they haven't delivered on one. I don't believe. So That's, the best part is, is that if you're gonna play this right now, like the pro version is what enables 4K 60 frames per second. So people right. are literally paying for pixels that this thing can't even output for them. And if it is outputting it, it's it upscaled, like checkerboarded. Just oh god, it's so cringy. This is so bad. Right, and then they just pass the buck off on developers. Like, oh well, you know, it's up to them to figure it out. It's also it's our technology, but they got to figure it out. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing that this. The only way you can get into this still is through the their stupid pack. founders packs. There's literally people like me who are willing to pay this right. horrible service, I'll which I know is bucks. bad. Ten dollars a month, so I can play Destiny on the fly through my phone. Right. But I, I. They won't even let me do that. And I wonder how many other people are out there like that have very specific use cases with specific games that they're just missing out on because nobody wants to spend $130 to, to play a game that's free everywhere. Like It's, right. oh, it's oh, mind-blowing. They, they just added two games to their free games catalog, but people have already purchased those. So after a little bit of a hullabaloo in the last couple days they're, they're willing to refund you for those games if you purchase them i think it's a uh, tomb raider and i can't really remember the other one but i hope bear's got some news for us later i uh, no nope. <laughs> um but I was gonna, those two games they said they were going to release weren't brilliant games they were bang average fairly old i'm I'm, i want to say the first one of the ones that they're like this is our first free game is literally destiny 2 which is free right right now and it's running like mud one of their free games is a game that went free to play a couple months ago what uh go home stadia you're drunk (laughs) yeah at this point you know if they get a few more weeks like this they may just end up scrapping the project like we discussed earlier because Nothing's gone right so far, right? Yeah. Oh God. So. Do you think they'll be dishing out uh, money backs though, or do you think that's nah. uh... nah? Just say hey, thanks for backing us. Thanks for being a day one person. Sorry, it didn't work. Oh, ouch. I don't know if that'd go over well. You know, they'd probably yeah. end up having to do something after the internet outrage gets a hold of them. So. Let's talk about something better, some good news. Um, there's definitely a Tony Hawk Pro Skater project in the works. Uh, Gaming Insider and Notorious Leaker Sabi, we've talked about this person before, is at it again. Uh, last weekend, he or she, I'm not sure if it's a male or a female, so I tried to look it up and could not find anything. That's the point. They're supposed to be anonymous. <laughs> exactly. So uh, They leaked that there are prototypes of the remasters of Pro Skaters 1 and 2 being passed around at Activision and being played. Um, this could just be an in-house project for fun for them, but uh, there's just a little bit more to that leak. Um, back in October, there was a podcast called the Nine Cup. Co- nine club podcast and they had pro skater lizzie amanto on and she was in pro tony hawk's pro skater five and she said uh quote tony hawk is coming out with another one and i'll be in that one too the audio has since been scrubbed from that episode so take that for what you will but look for uh, fishy yeah look for some tony hawk and hopefully it's good tony hawk back to the roots old school tony hawk the best tony hawk exactly so, Bear, did you ever play in these Tony Hawk games? I was never a massive skater. Um, Neither was I, but the game was so much fun. Yeah, but 
back then i think all i was FIFA. it was all about fifa or pro evo that that was it my palate was so bland it was ridiculous just basic bear huh but i occasionally i like to just go cool and be a basic bear and now you're playing headlanders <laughs> i know i t- <laughs> since doing this podcast my gaming genre palette has opened up immensely yeah and i've even put down the fifas right i haven't touched fifa in a while probably basketball has something to do with that but <clears throat> so i'm excited uh tony hawk you know especially back in the original what playstation days tony hawk one and two that was kind of right where it was the best so if they can stay in that lane and come up with something new i'm all for it all right. Um, there was an interview with, um, I think it's Games Radar. Matt Booty sat down to talk about their immediate future for Xbox, and I just pulled out a few bullet points from the question and answer interview. Um, their goal is to set a, a release for a AAA uh, first party game once every three to four months. So that's exciting news, and you know that should launch straight to Game Pass day and date. Um, they're equally focused on first and third party titles, so um, they're basically saying, don't worry. We're, we're working hard on both sides. <clears throat> and then uh, all Xbox Studio games will cross seamlessly into Project Scarlet. That means anything that you buy now on Xbox One, you'll be able to play on the new um, system. Uh, but he did say that uh, he can't speak for third-party developers because they may handle next-gen titles differently. So that sounds a little bit yucky, but they may, you know, EA may p- pull an EA and charge you twice for a title. Yeah, I think that was was it. GTA did that, didn't they? Yeah, on the 360, and then on the one. Well, it was cool when they did those because they just they had that like little ten ten dollar upgrade deal at least on PlayStation because I was all PlayStation at the time. So um, I know it was because I bought a couple of the games. I want to say it was Call of Duty Ghosts. I bought twice, and so the second copy was only ten dollars, and then can't remember the other one it's probably one of the uncharted games that came out right around then so um but it's good that microsoft are saying they they will have the seamless so it's not microsoft pushing you to say all our titles you will have to rebuy right D- that i suppose as the that, that, the console developer that's good right and they're just trying to you know get people excited about scarlet and tell them you know if you want to invest in these titles or in these ips right now you have no worry if you're coming to xbox because everything in-house will be you know seamless to the next console yeah definitely that's brilliant so um yeah and that that leads us to our last story in the news today uh we, it's a it's a slow Slow gaming news week. Uh, I, I literally looked at five different, five of the major gaming websites this morning, and it was all just gift, game gift, wow, excuse me, game gift giving guides and Black Friday sales and stuff like that. So if you want to find some on sale, it's on sale right now. That's all the news I have to say about that. But for our <laughs> last story, uh, COD Modern Warfare 2, or Modern Warfare Season 1 starts on December 3rd. So um, the content will drop to all platforms at the same time this year. So that's a, a fresh breath of air for us Xbox players. And um, not all the content will drop immediately. They'll kind of trickle feed it out throughout the season. And they also say that maybe 
we, they're holding some information back and not everything has been released for season one yet. So um, what they did let you know is there's going to be new maps for all game modes, uh, multiplayer, spec ops, two, what is the two gun fight mode? Is that what it's called? Is it spec ops? I'm sure I it's spec ops, I think it's just ops, called gunfight. Gunfight. 2v2, okay. yeah. Yeah, there's a new map for the 2v2. There's also um, some new spec ops um, experiences. There's new multiplayer game modes, new weapons. Um, there's a battle pass that you can either choose to go the paid mode or the non-paid mode. Obviously, you're going to unlock more things if you pay for the battle pass. And um, the the biggest thing is there was no news about the new battle royale mode. So, boo, <laughs> bunch of bums. But that might Not ready. The, the new season one may give Frisky incentive to jump in and see what's going on. I don't know. It, it seems. I mean, it's a good chunk of additional content at no cost. So. Right. And I haven't t- touched any of the Spec Ops stuff. Have you guys? Nope. No. Yeah, so I hear there's some good stuff in there. All I know is that the Spec Ops maps are supposedly part of the Battle, Battle Royale, Royale map. So. Yep, and there's a new uh, Ground War map as well. So. Yeah, so I wonder if this is just like the final couple pieces they need for... Battle Royale, right. and now that everybody's going to know them and be playing them, now they can mush them all together and or give me what I really want. They didn't plan on putting out the BR mode till like, Season 3, but now they're like, scramble, 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 it's coming out at the end of Season 1. Yeah, if, that, <laughs> if they see drop-off from the player base, that's one way to bring yeah. them back. So I know a lot of people are still playing it, but I haven't touched it since, like, a weekend. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Dan today, and he, <laughs> he sent me a screenshot of him going 50 it was 53 and 6 on a ground war game and his mm-hmm. team lost <laughs> oh man wow uh, rough that sucks so yeah that's that's about it for the news um and it, like i said last week it's probably going to be this way for the rest of the year unless you know somebody does something bad at a holiday party yeah right. Somebody <laughs> leaves a flash drive laying in a bar somewhere. Flash drive. Somebody's you know things that happen at Christmas parties. Just use your imagination. <laughs> All the inappropriate stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as long as they're wizards and magicians, that's oh the. Oh uh, my god. There's been too many kids parties. Uh, <laughs> wow. He just awesome. walks in the door. Do you guys have magic? <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I'm out then. I am out. All right, Bear. Well, before you go, let us know what games are out this week. I will do. Right, so um, there, there's a few games out, but there is nothing that was notable that jumped up and said, this game is brilliant. Uh, all right, maybe two. <laughs> so when does... Oh, God. Why is Halo Master Chief... Halo Reach is dropping. Right. Is this week yeah, or next? Yeah, this week it's the fifth, I believe. Yeah, so that drops. And it drops on PC, the whole collection, same day. The whole collection, yeah. And then there's something like 2 million maps or something absolutely astounding. I want to say it was like 6 million maps on Reach. Uh, it was something. something really yeah, it, it's a number that's not even worth mentioning. There's so many maps, yeah. and I think More that's all included. Play, so. Exactly, in a lifetime. <clears throat> um, there is also another game called Ancestors that is out on Xbox and playstation and that is out on december 6th yeah Yeah. this is that uh evolution primate type game right where you join a primate family and you it's just like a a nature survival type game it yeah it looks super weird it's been out on (laughs) pc since like august or something i think so hopefully they 
tested it all out for us. <laughs> There's also a bee simulator game that that's coming out on Windows. Or, <laughs> Saw that. <laughs> yeah. So there's some weird stuff coming out if you're busy, if you're not busy, bear. Stop on the flowers, get the pollen, then just mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, if it's in Game Pass, I might have a dabble, but other than that, there is no chance. <laughs> um, that, to be honest, was the most notable games that are really coming yeah, out. There's nothing. <laughs> no. They're like, have, have yeah. a good holiday season. See you in January. We're yeah, we're we're yeah. done for now. Check first quarter well, 2020. I mean, let's be honest. We were uh, we were unindated September October, so uh, they're probably giving us Even time November. to rest. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that. We also had games with gold announced for well, they're live now, aren't mm-hmm. they? Um, Insane robots. I haven't got the dates here because I'm foolish and didn't write them Inside, down. So we've got Insane robots. I think it was the first half game. So right to yeah. the now to the fifteenth uh, or whatever. 15th or 16th and then you've got Jurassic World Evolution and that's the is it the Zook Tycoon style Jurassic World yeah. is that the one it is game. I might try that I was going to say this is one that when it, it came out I was like oh I don't love this type of games but it kind of sounds uh, like it could be awesome and I couldn't pull the, the trigger for 60 bucks Doc went way deep into I remember yeah he did <laughs> yes he'd like beat all four different planet or worlds or whatever islands yeah exactly <laughs> um and then for the PlayStation Plus, we have Monster Energy Supercross. Yes. I take it that's just some sort it's of like motocross, biking, yeah, it's a motocross game. yeah, dirt bikes. And they have an absolute banger of a game of Titanfall Two. Yeah. Oh, that game is awesome. But if you also, haven't picked like, it up for seven dollars in the last say, three years. If, if you haven't bought it yet, are you, are you going to at this point? <laughs> or playing? Yeah. Waiting for because that's the best game they've made in a while. Fantastic game! It's a fantastic game. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I've I haven't put down the 360 games because normally, let's be honest, they're trash. Yeah, they just take up space on my hard drives. And... Yeah. Um, so the games aren't fantastic. I think one was a Toy Story Racing something or other, and I can't think of the other game. But they're not they're not overly exciting games to to purchase. Toy Story Three is what chat is saying. Toy Story 2, thank you, chat. Oh. And Eamster, while you're there, do you have the other one? Castlevania. Oh, to be fair, Castlevania. That's probably a good one to pick up. Yeah. Um, one for games coming out this week, and I, I looked this up a while ago, but the final episode of Life is Strange 2 comes out December 3rd, so if mm-hmm. you've been playing that, or if you, like me, are waiting until they're all out, that's today, the day that's you're uh, listening mm-hmm. to this on the 3rd, so... But then, doesn't it come out of Game yeah, Pass as well? I'm thinking. It's leaving Game Pass. Soon. Was was Game Pass just the first episode though? No, they put it all in there. D- they put it all first in there. When does it leave? Did it just leave? I'm looking right, right now. I have the probably app. Just I'm left. Just, yeah. No, I think it leaves. Here, let me look. I think on the app it only says leaving soon. I'm bringing it up now. Somebody Don't tell me. I know, uh, right? Leaving soon. Here we go. Life is strange. Complete season. Tell me when it's leaving. Chat, help. I know. Okay, so hopefully... It's probably by the end of the month. Oh, like... So I have like a whole month to do it? Yeah. (laughs) That would be great. Let's see, you got Life is Strange, the complete season, one through five for the first game, and then the complete before the storm, Life is Strange before the storm, complete season. They're both leaving. Is that the correct game? Life is... Oh, no, Life is Strange 2. 
Life is Strange oh, okay. Before the Storm was like an in-between one. Oh, so both of those are leaving Game Pass, so they may just be prepping. Huh, okay. For... We shall see. Maybe it's just the first one going. No, Life is Strange. Oh, yeah, no, it is the first one is leaving, not the second. Okay, then, uh, so I don't have to rush yeah. to be episodes one through four before they disappear and then just buy episode five. That would nope. have been too easy. It looks like <laughs> episodes one through four are on Game Pass. Well, for yeah. anyone who didn't play through Life is Strange and likes the walk-around story-type games, that's probably one of my favorite one of those games ever. I love Life is Strange so much. It's so angsty, teenager-ish, and, and I love it. And they did a little, like, side-spin story off of it, right? With the yeah, kid, that's... Wonder oh, Boy or something uh, like Captor, that? Oh, Captain Phantasmic or something? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they're, uh, like, in the same town, but they're, like, different Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I didn't play that one. I played Before the Storm because it was part of the first one. It was, like, a prequel, so that was fine. But the second one, I think, looks decent, but I didn't want to get into it and then have to stop and start waiting for episodes because I hate that. So, And I don't have the attention span for that, let's be honest. Right. So, so I'd <laughs> say if you want to play Life is Strange for free, just play it by the 15th and you should be good. Do it. I was... Is it worth playing? I've never touched Life is Strange. For me, or no. Anyone ever but tells me. for people like Risky, yes. Yeah, like it's it's you're <laughs> it's literally like just time walking around. Quick time events. Right? Yeah, it's not it's not much of a game as it is. It's a it's like it's a, a Telltale story. game. That's yeah. all. That's Telltale. It's like a better looking Telltale game. Oh, uh, maybe I'll try it. Give, give it maybe a shot I'll if you get into it. it. Once you get like it starts off real innocent, but towards the end of it, some of the stuff starts to get real weird, and it's like real weird in a murder mystery, like a thriller kind of way. So, okay, not like a Hello Neighbor. This will make no, me want to watch. You no, just no. can't get off that game, Bear. <laughs> it's his favorite I'll game. You're never gonna get away from your nickname if you don't stop talking about that game, dude. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hello, Bear. <laughs> new year, new hello, Neighbor. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Jesus. That's horrible. All right. Is that yep. all of our. Can we, can we leave? Yeah, yes, I think our time here is done. Short and sweet. Just like you. Yeah, very short. Dear listeners, oh. unless you're tall, then short and sweet like Sweeney. I've definitely made that joke before, but he's the sweetest. Anyways, let's plug this thing up. First and foremost, head over to iTunes. Make sure to rate us, leave comments, all that fun stuff. Uh, We also are on Discord, obviously. That's where we all hang out every single day. We have different channels for everything. Uh, Our Game Pass Roulette channel's there. We have have everything. Just go into Discord. There's a link for it in the description. Hop in, chat with us, chat with the community. Just get into it. I've dropped a uh, a link in the uh, Twitch chat as well, so there's no excuse. So if you're listening live on twitch you can do that um and if you're not if you don't usually listen live on twitch uh you can hop over and do that we it kind of varies from week to week but we've we've been doing like sunday night sunday evening ish but um if you follow us on twitter uh we're at cag podcast um we obviously tweet out when that's going live or if we have an approximate time for it so uh come join us live in chat um if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. You can check out that article that the three of us just put together uh, about what we're thankful for, for Thanksgiving, that fun stuff. Even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you can still check it out. Uh, and obviously we like to shout out our top tier contributors every episode. Chaotic, that's you again. I just, I don't get tired of saying it ever. I don't know if I will. 
Thank solid you. golf clap. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. The clap that you deserve would be too loud for everyone's ears, so we're not going to do it here. Well, I would wake all my children. And they're sleeping children in the bear household. So Exactly. Don't wake the sleeping baby bears. Um, an additional way that you can support us is through our merch store. We are on Spreadshirt, so there's a link for that in the description. You can pick up Across Atlantic Gaming hoodie, shirts, hats, socks. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So if you're looking to gear up for the winter, which it's coming down in Syracuse right now, and I wish I had Across Atlantic Gaming hoodie, but I don't. Well, I have one. I need two. It's that cold, guys. You can keep (laughs) the snow up there because we've had our fill of snow days already. I don't get snow days. No, but I my wish. kids do. It's great. That's true. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? Chocolate about 80 everywhere. Moose. Moosenstein, 8314 everywhere. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Later. See ya. Thanksgiving. Does this mean the Thanksgiving dad jokes are done and dead? Yeah. Have we moved into Christmas? Yeah, the best jokes are now. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. All right. I'll start off. So uh, why are ornaments addicted to Christmas? I don't know. They've been hooked on trees their whole lives. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? I don't what know. happened? He got 25 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair. I got Lego advents to put together tonight. Ooh. Oh, that's fun. Dead excited. Uh, want to hear a Job? Job? You want to hear yeah. a Job? You guys want to hear definitely, a Job? Definitely. <laughs> want to hear a joke about construction? Go, yeah. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Did you guys hear that they uh, figured out what national nationality Santa is? Oh, God. Nope. He's Polish. <laughs> North Polish. <laughs> yep. It <laughs> sure is. <laughs>